0: This is Sunday night worship service here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Heritage Church, recorded August the 16th, 2020. Our senior pastor, Reverend Jerry Barbie, bringing the message We serve a mighty God. Amen. Everybody said, Amen. Praise the Lord.
1: Amen. Let's start singing the old gospel ship. Tonight, God's so good to us, and we just appreciate the goodness of God. I may know you're blessed tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Well, praise the Lord. Last Sunday night, we had a we had a testimony from Betty Baxter. Uh, how many saw that last Sunday night? Did what do you think? You thought? What you think? Of? You think she was blessed? God worked a miracle with her. Eleven years old, and uh, she from then on just traveled for the Lord and gave her testimony, let people know how how great God was. In other words, I don't have the word to explain God. I wish I did. There's not words really. There's not a vocabulary that's adequate to even explain God, who God is, and what He is. And, all these things. But there's one thing I do know tonight is that we serve a mighty God. Amen. We serve a mighty God. That's my message tonight, and uh, we want you to pray for us. Uh, I'm trying to... Is it Zephaniah, am I saying it right, Jenny? Zephaniah. Zephaniah, okay. I was looking at it here. I want to make sure I get it right. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. You see the word even says that he's mighty, It brings out that God is mighty. In the midst of thee is mighty, he will save, he will rejoice over thee with joy, he will rest in his love, he will joy over thee with singing. You know, I just wonder what it sounds like for God to sing, you know. The Bible says that he will joy over thee with singing. I'm thankful tonight that God loves us just that much, amen. There's an old chorus. I should have told Brother David we could have sung at the time. or two. There's an old chorus we sing every once in a while around here uh, in our worship services. And uh, it says, what a mighty God we serve. Amen. What a mighty God. Thomas, can you help me do that? What a mighty God we serve. Can you? You know. What a mighty God. Mm -hmm. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before Him. Heaven and earth adore Him. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve, what a mighty God we serve, angels bow before him, heaven and earth adore him, what a mighty God we serve. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering, amen. Amen. So we sometimes forget just how mighty our God is, Amen. Exodus chapter 15 verse 3 the Bible said the Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Now the Lord is a man of war. Now in this society we're living in today they're trying to change everything about God. They're trying to change him into feminine, you know, but the word declares that God is a man of war and the Lord is his name. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 29. For our God is a consuming fire. We are not serving a dead God tonight. Do you believe that? I'm not serving a dead God who trembles in the fear or refuses to answer. Our God fights for what is right and holy and just. Uh, He does not fear and He is not shaken by our circumstances uh, or our troubles tonight. I mean, no, nothing catches God by surprise tonight. Amen. His battle plans are already completed and the victory is won before the battle ever begins. Now, that should encourage us right there because his battle plans are already complete. He already knows everything's set in order. All the plans against the enemy is already set in order. And the victory is won before the battles even ever begin. So you and I have victory before anything ever begins with us tonight, Amen. with the enemy tonight. I saw something a little earlier, just, just, caught, the brief, just caught, it, caught, caught my eye a little bit. It says, you know, uh, something to, to, to respect that Satan only talks about the past well that's all he's got he can't talk about your future because he don't know it. all he can talk about is your past and that's how he stirs things up by keeping us in the past but if we don't get out of the past and realize what we have before us we're going to lose everything that is before us I, I heard Rod Parsons say one time said, if, if, you live in, if you're living in the past you say goodbye to your future because you don't have one Amen. That's a fact. Amen. That's the truth. We do what we do have to fear. What do we have to fear? Surely Satan goes around like a roaring lion, but he cannot destroy anything that God has under His protection. How many know you under God's protection tonight? So the devil can't destroy you. He can't hurt you. The only thing the devil can do to Jerry Barber is what Jerry Barber allows him to do to him. Amen. I believe that this church and each of us as individuals who are saved and sanctified and Holy Ghost filled, uh, living for God, cannot be defeated by the devil unless uh, we throw up our hands and surrender. That's the only way you can be defeated by the enemy is by surrendering to him. Let the battles come. Let the devil roar. Let the heathen rage. You don't make no difference. Uh, God's gonna protect us tonight. His battle plans are already completed. My God is powerful and I will not fear for he is my shelter and my tower of defense. Got no business free. I'll be in the fear. When the storm is raging around us, when the waves, waves tower over us, and when it seems that there's no more hope, run to Jesus. It seems like when people get in trouble, they run away from Jesus when you ought to be running to the Lord. He is not shaken by those storms. He has the power to calm them and deliver you through them and even make you stronger because of them. Sometimes, sometimes it's God's plans for us to go through some things because when we go through them and we come through them, amen, then we are stronger than when we first started with them. How many of you ever looked behind you and seen something, how the Lord's brought you through something, and you realize you're stronger because of what you just came through? Amen? That's what God does. Exodus chapter fifteen, verse eleven. Who is like unto thee, O Lord? Who? Nobody. Nothing. It's nothing. There's nothing to even compare God to. It ain't God, and it's just God. He ain't add nothing to Him. He is God. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? There is no other power that can compare to the mighty God that I serve tonight. How about you? No other God can stand before him. He's de- he defeated the, the, the Pharaohs. Uh, he defeated the Caesars. Uh, and every other man who, de- who de- dared exalt himself above God, God's defeated them all. My God defeated Baal. He defeated Buddha. He, be- he defeated Muhammad. Uh, and every other God you can name tonight, uh, my God has defeated them. Hmm. There is none who can stand before him. What have we to fear? Why do we feel defeated? Why do we shrink from the battle? Why do we turn tall, turn tail and run from the enemy? Our God tonight is the mighty one of Israel. We have nothing at all to fear. Can I get an amen? We say tonight... We say that we we will fear no evil. But let me tell you that it's often not like that. We forget that the shepherd is there. We reach out and take the problems that like we thought we gave, that like we thought we gave away and we pull them back and we hold them closer and, and struggle and go and, and with them. We let our imaginations run wild and we can, and we can worry ourselves sick about the evils that endanger us and those we love. When you give something to God, give it to Him. Don't take it back because He can handle anything you can give Him tonight what we all need to do uh, always trust our mighty God we all need to trust him understand that it's not some power of positive thinking that's not what I'm talking about that it's not some manipulative self-talk it's not some yoga technique you know you see people sitting around mm-hmm. <laughs> I will fear no evil because God is with me amen you may believe you're living in evil times the bible says dangerous times we're living in right now but you know what a child of god ain't gonna be just walking around afraid of nothing you got your you got your whole armor on if you got the whole armor on you got nothing to be afraid of. put on you know what paul said paul said put on the whole armor of god i mean have it all get it all if you got that on Hey, you can stand in the midst of anything the devil throws you away, amen? Because you've got everything you need to fight him off. Our mighty God is here. I may believe he's here. He's really here. I'm not kidding. He's really here. He keeps his promises. He really does. Even in the deepest and darkest of valleys, he still keeps his promises. In Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 39, God says, See now that I, even I, am he and there is no God with me. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. Neither is there any that can deliver out of my hand. Now that's mighty. I will not fear death. For death cannot come without God's permission. Let me know you ain't gonna die until God says, Come home. Amen. Ain't gonna happen. Care what the devil brings you away. I was Talked with somebody the other night that was diagnosed with coronavirus. The husband, he was in the hospital. He got kind of sick with it. He went to the hospital and got out, and now he's okay. And his wife was diagnosed with coronavirus. Never had the first symptom. I said, well, you know, if I got to have the coronavirus, that's the way I want it, like she got it. I want it that there's no symptoms at all. I mean, she never felt nothing. Ain't that amazing how it works on some people one way and works on some people another way, Huh? That's the way the enemy does. The enemy's going to work on you differently than he does me. He's going to work on me differently than he does you because he he, he he thinks he knows where he can get us at. But I got news for him tonight. I serve a mighty God going to protect me. Amen. Deuteronomy 33 27. The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. <laughs> He's got us all. Amen. And he shall trust out the enemy from before thee and shall say, destroy them. Now listen to what the Bible says. Listen, the eternal God is thy refuge. In other words, he's my shelter. He's my coverage. He's, he's, he's everything I need. He's over me. And, and underneath are the everlasting arms. And he shall thrust out the enemy from before me. Huh? That's what the Bible says. And he shall say, destroy them. How mighty do you see God in your life? How mighty is God in your life? Is your God someone who stands afar and just watches what happens to you without any concern? Is your God sleeping and hard to awaken? That's what Elijah was telling those folks. Your God must be on vacation. He's just off watching you right now. What are you doing? You know, he's sleeping. Is your God too concerned with matters of his own to be concerned with the smallest problems in your life? Is your God too weak to supply your every need, to heal even your head colds, to give you food, clothing, and enable you to pay your bills? Is that, you know, that's, you know. If that's your picture of God, no wonder you have so much fear. And there's a lot of people walking around this world today that scared, slam to death. They're afraid. They're, they're scared of anything that comes along. There's a lot of folks scared of death of coronavirus. Don't be afraid of it. Just respect it. That's so all you got to do. It. It's like riding a motorcycle. I got the motorcycle one time. The patrolman stopped me one time and it, because I, was, I thought I was speeding, <laughs> which I was. But when he come up to the window, he noted, he said, Do you know you ain't got your seatbelt on? I said, Yes, sir. I'm sorry. I don't have it on. Because I whole lot rather had a seatbelt ticket back then than a speeding ticket. So he gave me a seatbelt ticket. He got me in the car. That's when you got in the car and sat down with him. He said, uh, Where are you going? I said, I'm going to pick up a motorcycle. I just bought one, or I'm getting ready to buy one. He said, really? I said, yeah. He said, well, he said, I race motorcycles. I said, you really? Yeah. So he began talk to me. He said, I'm going to tell you something now. There's two kinds of people that ride motorcycles. I said, really? He says, two kinds. Now, listen to me carefully. There are two kinds that ride motorcycles. There are those that have hit the asphalt and those that have not hit the asphalt yet. That's what he told me. He said, so I want to tell you something right now. When you go get your motorcycle, the, the main thing you need to do is you need to highly respect it. You respect the bike, the bike will respect you, and you'll probably be okay with it. He said, but there's only two kinds of people that rode Ones that hit the asphalt and ones that hadn't hit the I haven't hit it yet. I don't ride as much as I used to, and that's one reason probably why I'm not riding it, because I hadn't hit it yet and I don't want to hit it. But nevertheless, so that's what I'm saying. This coronavirus is serious up. I'm not taking anything away from it. You know? Even though there's a lot of po- po- political <laughs> base mess that's all up in it right now, uh, I'm not going to take anything away from it because it is serious stuff but I'm not going to walk around afraid of it. I will respect it and do what I need to do. Sometimes I, I don't do that. I need, to, I need to wear my mask more so sometimes probably what I do. But I can't kind of breathe with that cotton kind of thing on it. Just, it's just, you know, it's something that's added to me. I don't know how you women wear some of the stuff y'all wear. I couldn't do what y'all do. But that, that little mask right there, that's aggravating right there. But nevertheless, so respect it highly, but don't be afraid of it. Understand what I'm saying? Don't be afraid of it. So. I don't know about you, but my God is mighty enough to handle every situation that faces me, everything that comes to me, everything that I have to go through, everything I'm facing, everything the enemy throws my way, my God is mighty enough to take care and handle all that. Not only that, but he's also mighty enough to turn it to my good. And you know, the Bible declares that those things, you know, what what the enemy means for for bad or evil God turns it around for your good tonight amen that's what he does my God has arms of strength that are everlasting he will cast out from me those enemies of my soul and of my life that would attempt to destroy me my God will take care of me he has given his angels charge over me with orders from God to destroy all who would come against me now listen now the Bible declares this. He's given us angels charge over us uh, with orders from God to destroy all who have come against us. Uh, what a mighty God we serve tonight. Mm, yeah, angels are encountering around about us. And if we we'll let the angels take care of stuff, they'll take care of it for us. Amen? That's the kind of God we serve. Anybody, just anybody, anybody that comes against you, especially if tries to bring harm to you, God's right there to protect you. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 6 says, The Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. You know, if the Lord tarries, I'll thinking about it on the way here, believe it or not. If the Lord tarries, I'm going to pass away. This body's going to pass away. I told you this morning, if I pass away, as Billy Graham said, I'll be more alive than I ever, than I ever am. But if, if the Lord tarries and, I, and this body dies, then I was thinking about it. You know, what is it to me? Do with it what you want to. If you want to cremate it, look out, preacher! I'm believing this cremation stuff. If you want to cremate it, cremate it. If you want to bury it, bury it. If you want to just throw it out there in the field, throw it out there in the field. It'll make no difference. Because regardless where it's at, regardless what happens to it, there's one day somehow, or another. God's going to bring it all back together. Amen. Somebody shall praise the Lord right now. Verse seven: The Lord make it poor, make it rich. He bringeth low, and he lifteth up he rises up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and, he, and, and to make them inherit the throne of glory for the pillars of the earth are the Lord's. And he have set the world upon them. I serve a mighty God tonight. Verse 9 says, he will keep the feet of his saints and the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For, thy, for by strength shall no man prevail. You see, the mighty God that I serve has all things under control. I mean, he's got it all under control. Ain't nothing God don't know about. Ain't nothing God can't handle right now. All this mess is going on around the world. All this chaos that's going on. God's got it. It's just like going over here and and, and turning this thermostat right here on. If you folks are cold, you know what I can do? I can turn this thing and make it go up to about 90 degrees and you'll get warm real quick. And if you're hot, I can bring it down to about 60 and, and you'll get cold real quick. Can I tell you something? God's got that same thermostat on what's going on in the world today. All he's got to do is just adjust it a little bit. And God don't have to turn it much when things start happening. Do you understand what I'm saying tonight? The mighty God that I serve has all things under control. He is the giver and the taker of life. When I preach funerals, a lot of times, you'll hear me say that. I'm not the giver, I'm not the taker of life. Only God is. I'm not the judge of it. God's the only one. Jesus, he's the judge and Jesus is the judge and not me. He's the giver and the taker of life by his sovereign will and power. He controls the wealth of heaven and of earth to accomplish those things for me that are necessary. Brother Joy, because he left me. Oh, there you Do you hear what I just said? He controls the wealth of heaven and of earth to accomplish those things for me that are necessary. Are you telling me what you need is necessary? It's already done, my friend. Somebody shout praise the Lord. He reigns in the affairs of men to raise leaders who will do his will and bring down those who will not. I mean, knows tonight if I walk out of this pulpit and say I'm through, ain't gonna preach no more, God will put somebody else in here. Amen, he will. Somebody told me a while ago, I need to tighten up. You fired folks for less than one what I did. And all I done was took a bottle of water from somebody. I told them to fire me. God lifts us up from our life of sin. Aren't you glad of that? Stuck in the mire, clay of despair, he lifts us up. He washes off the filth of sin with his own blood and will never lose. That blood will never lose his power to cleanse us. He gives us his undying love and compassion. He fills us with his mercy. I'm thankful for the mercy of God. Then he bestows upon us all the wondrous glories of heaven and eternal life with him. Listen to that. He bestows upon us all the wonders, glories of heaven and eternal life for him. It is our mighty God that does these things for us because we cannot do them for ourselves. are not you glad God's there with you tonight? First Chronicles chapter 29 verse 12. But both riches and honor come of thee and thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power and might, and in thy hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Verse 13, now therefore our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. How many thank the Lord tonight? How many praise the Lord tonight? Give the Lord some praise right here tonight if you do it. Amen. <laughs> lift up your voices, lift up your hands, lift up your hearts in praise to, the, to our mighty God right now. Oh God, we praise. your your mighty name. We thank you for your wonderful power tonight. Uh, Amen. We thank you for watching over us. We thank you for victory, for salvation, for provision for all of our great promises uh, of your great promises. We praise your glorious name tonight in Jesus' name we praise the Father tonight. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and 4 For though he was crucified through weakness through through, through weakness Yet he liveth by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God toward you. I know you're living in Jesus tonight. You see, Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. Without Jesus, there is no life. The world may look at the mighty God and, and the Lord Jesus Christ that I serve and that I worship. And they may say that he's weak even dead. You Ever heard anybody say Jesus even did? I was reading some stuff the other night, looking over some stuff last night. Matter of fact, last night, looking over stuff last night. And some of the folks that made some of the comments towards God, it came back and bit them real hard. How I many I remember? Uh, well, you don't remember the Titanic. Some of you might be remembered. I don't know. But, yeah. but the Titanic was built and it was set sail. When it set sail, somebody, one of the captains, somebody said, not even God himself could sink the Titanic. And what happened to the Titanic before it got to, was it New York it was coming to? What happened to it? A little piece of ice hit it in the side and just ripped a hole in it and sunk it. Uh, you know, how many know the Bible says God will not be mocked? How uh, many know John Lennon said that uh, the Beatles were mightier than God or bigger than God or, Whatever. What happened to John Lennon? See, you don't mock God. He's a God that will not be mocked. And there were several other things I was reading about. Some different ones that have did, did said some things, have done some things, and it, and it just come home to them and just build them in your heart. Uh, there was one I was reading about. A, 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 it was a young girl got into the car with with some of her friends, and the mother was out there and told her to try to get her not to go because those in the car had been drinking. And the mama said, she said, honey, she said. Please take God with you while you're in this car. She looked at her mama and said, Mama, if God rides in this car, he has to ride in the trunk because it's already full in here. Well, mama got a report not long after that. Bad bad crash, bad wreck. All, all fourteen teenagers in the, in the car got killed. And what happened was the car was demolished. You couldn't even tell what kind of car it was, it said. But the trunk... Had a case of eggs in it and the case of eggs in the trunk was never even touched never even harmed in the car to all the pieces so you know if god's in the trunk jerry's in the trunk you understand what i'm saying i'm going where he's going make no difference Amen. man so we need to be careful people need to be careful how they especially in, in this in this time right now we're living in oh that that cast god down that cast jesus down that cast the church down i got news for them i might better be careful because stuff like that come back and bite you real hard. Somebody shout praise the Lord right there. Amen. The world may look at him and say he's even dead. Uh, the world cannot understand how that God could ever come to this earth and allow men, men to murder him on the cross. The world can't understand that. They can't see that. They find it hard to grasp the idea of God becoming frail humanity. Living in the fleshly body of a man. In all the weak weaknesses. That are inherited with flesh and bone. And yet be mighty God all of the time. They can't understand that yes our mighty God tonight came to earth in the form of a man died on the cross for our sin and gave his own blood that we might be saved from our sin but he arose from the dead by his own great power and majesty amen now that is my mighty God that's the God that I trust in that's the God that I serve he is a living God and able to help me in all my weaknesses this this weak frail body of flesh and bone will one day be transformed through the power of the majesty of god the mighty god uh, into an immortal body that will be perfect uh, in all of its ways in jesus name one of these days i'm gonna get a glorified body all this junk that's going on in this body tonight—the heart stuff, the diabetes, and all this stuff that's going on—one of these days is going to be zapped out. It's going to be gone because this body is going back to dust from which it came, according to the word of God. And I believe what the word says, uh, and then I'm going to get a glorified body because the Bible says, "Just as Jesus is, uh, so you and I shall be tonight." Uh, so there ain't going to be no more pain, ain't going to be no more crying, ain't going to be no, there ain't going to be none of that kind of stuff. Why? Because God is going to look after us. He said, "Jesus, uh, that we can have all this for the." glory of God Second Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 and God is able to make all grace abound towards you that ye always having all sufficient in all things may abound to every good work this final verse I bring to you tonight from the pen of the apostle Paul is the sum of the work that God has designed and completed for your life and God is able to make all grace abound towards you that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Amen. The mighty God that we serve is able. Look your neighbor and say he's able. You see, he's able to bring every good and perfect gift to you. How many like gifts? See anybody yet that like gifts? Child gets to all the pieces at Christmas time. They get all nervous. they got the thing wrapped all up. And they just tear it all, get all into it. They take the toy out, and lay the toy to the side, and start playing with the box. I've never understood that in my life. <laughs> well, I found out what I got. I like the box. The box is colorful. It's all good, you know. So that's what happens a lot of times. So, you know, he's able to meet your every need tonight. He's able to meet your every need. He's able to give you life. And that much more abundantly, not just life, but life abundantly, much more abundantly. And I'm finishing up. Stand with me right now. Everybody stand all over the building. Praise the Lord. You singers can come. Hallelujah. I don't know what the last song is they have to do tonight, but I want us to lift our hands and praise your mighty God tonight. He is your God, and he is on the throne of heaven right now. Huh? Give him praise, give him honor, and give him glory. Worship him. We need to worship the mighty God tonight. Because he is worthy of all praise. Every praise we sing is one. Every praise, every praise is to our God tonight. Amen. Before they sing, let's just take a moment and just lift our hands and praise and glorify God. Father, we thank you tonight. We glorify you, Lord. Father, we honor you tonight. Master, thank you, Lord, because we know you're on the throne right now. We know Jesus at the right hand of you right now, God. Father, make an intercessory for us right now. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory tonight, Father. Father, we worship you tonight because you're worthy of all our worship. Father, we praise you again in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's sing some praises to the Lord. we get tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock, 7.30, school starts, here at Pine Love, amen, then Tuesday morning, 10.30, 10 o'clock, prayer meeting, Tuesday night, deacons meeting, Wednesday night, prayer meeting, any other announcements, right quick.
0: Thanks for tuning in to our live stream here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Hornets Church. If you want more information about our church, go to our website, pinelevelphc.org. That's pinelevelphc.org. You can check out pictures, events coming up. Also, watch other services that you may have missed. Also, you can download our free app through the Google Play or the iOS App Store. You can watch our services live or on demand. And you can get push notifications about upcoming events here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Hornets Church, as well as check out other information that's going on. Here, Also, Facebook users, search Facebook for uh, Pine Level PHC, and you can like our page on Facebook, get notifications when we go live, check out pictures and other things that we post through Facebook. If you're a YouTube fan, go to YouTube, search Pine Level PH Church, and subscribe to our channel and get notifications when we go live. You can watch our services live or on demand through YouTube. We also have a podcast available for the people who can't watch. You can listen while you drive or work. Go to your favorite podcast provider, or you can go to our website website or the app for the quick link to the podcast. For everyone here at the Pine Level Pentecost Witness Church, I'm Joey Perry. Tune in again Sunday morning at 10 30 or Sunday night at 6 p.m. and Wednesday at 7. God bless.